All right, cool. I'm not recording in the closet today. I'd just like to share that. I'm out in my living room because I'm the only person home because I don't go to school on Mondays and I don't have a job. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, what about our sound quality that people have come to appreciate? Go. (laughs) Our iPhone sound quality? No, don't worry, dude. I, I still put a pillow underneath my phone so it doesn't vibrate as much. So I think the sound quality is going to be top notch. <laughs> so. Cool. <laughs> Wonderful recording at studio. Yeah, this is our studio. We should take some photos of it. Anyways, it's a Monday. Um, I'm tired. You're probably somewhat tired. But you also just got a massage. And you're eight hours ahead of me. So you're about to go to bed, which is crazy. Well, I mean, uh, about to, like, in four or five hours. No, nah, dude, you should go to bed in, like, 30 minutes when we finish recording. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that would be good. Go to bed at 6 p.m. I'll miss dinner, but, I mean, I could miss a meal, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's just called fasting, dude. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, you're going for some weight loss here in cross season. Well, it's all about the power to weight, dude. All about it. All about that. And Before, the aerodynamics. Oh, dude, you gotta you gotta lose weight so you're more aerodynamic. <laughs> I'm glad we're both in on that inside joke. Sorry, nobody else knows what we're talking about, but No, I don't I also don't think it matters if anyone knows what we're talking about. Um I was about to go down another rabbit hole. Oh have you ever considered and I've thought about this before when I've when I've been in Europe for like a short amount of time. Try to stay on American time zone or vice versa. Like live in. Really thinking about that. I know, dude. I I don't know if I could do it though. I think with the race schedule the way it is, if I was gonna do U twenty three races, it wouldn't work because we leave for races at like. I think we left for the last one at 6.30, but we were there a little early, so like 7.30, which would mean U.S. time, that's leaving for races at 1 o'clock. Be a bit harsh. Yeah, that'd be a bit harsh. But could you do it the other way? Could you live in America and go on the Euro time zone? I think you could, especially if you were racing elites. Oh, yeah, you could, in theory. I feel like... I can't sleep in that much if it's light outside, and you'd have no social life anymore, but you could do it. Well, yeah, because what? You'd be, like, let's say you're living on the East Coast, and you want to wake up at 6 a.m. Euro time. What time are you waking up? You're waking up at midnight. (laughs) You're waking up at midnight and going to sleep at 4 (laughs) p.m. Yeah, I, I don't know if that would work for my sleep schedule, but in theory, it works with everybody else's schedule. That would be really tough to handle, though, because you'd like, you'd, it'd be fine during this time of year because we race at like 2.30, but you'd get done racing, <laughs> eat, and then go to sleep at 4. Yeah, it'd be like doing night races again. Like oh. the, the old Jingle Cross night race where you'd race at like 8.30 or 9 o'clock and you go home and not go to bed until midnight because you're just so amped up on. Oh, that was the problem, dude. It'd be like 2 a.m. by the time you went to bed. Yeah. 
That was rough. Do you remember in Fort Collins when they had the night race? Were you? I think you were in Europe, actually. Uh, I think you were in Europe. I don't think so. Yeah, I think I was in Europe. But we were we raced at night, like nine p.m. It was so late. It was way too late to be racing a bike. We started at like nine, got done at ten, forgot to bring any food to the venue, <laughs> and so I think I was with Katie and and Evan. I think, and we went to DP Doe, which is, um, they're open till 4 a.m. and they serve calzones. Oh, so I've we, been there, yeah. Oh, I love DP Doe. But we waited for like an hour and we finally got food at pretty close to midnight and we ate it and then we went home and didn't get in bed till 2. And then the next day, the race was at like 3 p.m. <laughs> oh, that's rough. <laughs> like a six hour difference, dude. In race start times. Yeah, you're not even getting close to full 24 hours of recovery. No, you get 18. Yeah, dude, it was... Not really recovering for most of it because you're up walking around. And and on top of that, too, your sleep schedule is now off, so you're going to sleep like crap. <laughs> so oh. so that's why, that's why I say no to night racing, dude. It's a cool idea. For uh, for like a Sunday race, sure. Or a one-day standalone race. Yeah, yeah, for sure. One-day standalones and it has to be deep enough in the winter when you're where you're not racing at 9 o'clock at night, but also not so deep into the winter where it's freezing cold at 6 o'clock. That's a really good point. You got to do it like right when daylight savings time hits. So you like race starting at like six, six thirty. That's reasonable, right? I I don't know. I think so. Sounds good to me. But as a race promoter, also, I mean, not that I'm a race promoter, but that just seems like a a huge waste of cash for for no payoff other than to watch them race at night. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of cool. I mean, if you can get a good party atmosphere, like a good beer garden going, I think it's good. I think so, too, but we don't get that in the U.S. Like, Degum, it makes sense. And for those of you who are listening that don't know what Degum is, um, it's this race over the Christmas period in Brussels that is all night racing, which is super sick, but it's also, like, December 28th, so it's pretty cold. Um but they charge admission to get into the race, so it makes sense. They can recoup it. The U.S. you just you spent like two thousand dollars on crappy lighting, and and it's just the same as if you had the race during the day. I speaking of lighting, I don't think it looks like you did a good job of it. Did you see Jerry DeFord is putting up a short track course with like uh, a string of lights? I did see that, dude. That looks sick. Shout out our boy Jerry, U23 mountain bike natty champ. Um, it's like a junior race series. Sick. Yeah, it's, I think it's nine short track races. Um, I think the entry fee for all nine is like 125 bucks, which is pretty reasonable. Yeah, that's pretty good. And, dude, who doesn't want to race short track at night? Sounds awesome. I'm into it. Well, and that's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Short track's a 20-minute race. Yeah. 
crosses an hour plus. Yeah, for the elite. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they should start doing. Elites should race in the morning, and amateurs should race under the lights at night. Yeah. That actually makes sense, dude. Because amateurs are willing to pay more to do stuff like that. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, okay, cool. So when I put on my race, I'm going to do that. Fixed racing annual. Annual fundraising race? <laughs> yeah, some sort of fundraiser for something. <laughs> half for me, half for reputable cause. <laughs> it's an efficient charity. Efficient char- I expedite the payments. <laughs> wow ah charity fraud wow super funny um um anyways, let's uh i guess we should talk about what's going on sure dude let's talk about um first things first let's talk about your racing this weekend in belgium belgium um you raced hama if anyone wants to see what the course was like you should go online and find the video replay um because I don't know how you it's kind of like F1 where it's just flat out pretty much like there was no recover on those laps no it was it was pretty ridiculous how hard it was it was it would always be like less than 10 seconds between corners but just enough to where you could get up to around 20 to 25 miles an hour before slamming on your brakes again for the next corner. Uh, get like whiplash. Yeah, it was rough, but... But but it was also your first time racing in Europe this cross season. Um, I know you weren't entirely happy with it, but it seemed like... I mean, the field was like 65 U23s, dude. It was huge. The, I don't know... If this number is right at all, but we found some place that it was 71 starters. God, dude. That's so many. You'd ride by the pits, and there wasn't a single stall that wasn't stuffed with, like, three or four bikes. Well, but here's the thing. They lap so many people. It's like, by the the time you're halfway through the race, there's only, like, 30 people in the pits. Yeah. It was was crazy. And because that group or that course favors group racing so much... There was never, I don't think there were many breaks on the course. Like, you'd, you'd get in this no-man's land of maybe a five-second gap, but it all come back together into, like, this group of seven or eight riders. And it was just that all around the course, just, like, little five-second gaps between groups of seven or eight. Well, that's fun racing to watch, at least, and fun to be a part of. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. That is cool. I'm glad your first race was okay. Um... You got Coxida coming up this week, huh? Yeah. You pumped? Yeah. When, when's the last time you raced Coxide? Uh, My last year was a 17-18, so that would be... Four years ago. Four years ago, yeah. Oh. So. Eh, you, you got it. You won there, bro. I expect you to win this year. <laughs> won there. <laughs> I, th- I think that's a little bit of a different scenario, but... okay. No way, dude. I brought LAS tires this time, so... Oh, so you don't have to do it on PDXs. I mean, maybe I should do it on PDXs. That'd probably be the winning formula. Yeah. Hey, hold on. Wait, the year you won Coxide, 
Um, was that the same year Gavin also, quote-unquote, won a World Cup? Yes. Okay, yeah, we had two American, quote-unquote, World Cup junior winners, even though neither of them were junior World Cups. No, they were not junior World Cups, but I won, I won at a World Cup. <laughs> okay, yeah, good way to phrase it. Was it even a UCI race? It must have been. I'm not even really sure. I'm pretty sure it was a UCI race, but I think I'm pretty sure it was a UCI race. But we can go back and look. Let me. I'm gonna go back and look real quick because we have the power. All right, do some digging. Do some digging. Um, what? I mean, that's such a unique course. What's your favorite part of racing that course? Um, I don't know if there's a particular feature that I can think of, but I just like how constantly on top of everything you have to be like it's it's just like you have to be able to reset your head every time you come into a sandy section just know what know what the system you're going to do be ready to dismount whenever you jump out of the line and just kind of be okay with whatever you did the previous lap and put whatever you learned into the next lap it's just it's just a really intensive course plus it's just it's so athletic too it's not just like being able to tiptoe your way around these tight little corners in the woods and then sprint for like 10 seconds. It's full. It's well, gas yeah. the entire time. Yeah, dude, you got to play freaking gymnastics. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, trying to find it. Oh, that's helpful that they don't tell you which World Cup it is. They just say UCI World Cup. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Oh, this is the year it was still a World Cup. Okay, so what year is this? 2014 is the year you did it? It must have been. Mm, I guess so. Yeah, sounds right. This is like a long time ago. Dude, that's a really long... Dude, we are old. <laughs> <laughs> I just offended a lot of people. <laughs> uh, we are not that old, but older than... Older than some. I mean, we're older than all the juniors are, so there's something. That is a good point. You enjoying hanging out with a bunch of juniors? How's that? How's that group over there? They're pretty good. They're a good group. They're pretty entertaining. It's it's good to hear the discussions at the dinner table over random things. Okay, um, the UCI website is on crack. <laughs> um. Because I clicked on year 2014 and it brought me to 2013. Oh, well. This is not going well. I don't think federations are really known for their ability to build good websites. Imagine that, dude. We'll go to a more reliable source for this. But, um, yeah, they. it seems like there's a fun group over there. And, and I know how pumped Jesse is to have to have so many people over there at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. And I know a lot of the kids over here are pretty excited to be in Europe. For a lot of them, I think it's, I think for most of them, it's the first time even being in Europe. And I think I could be mistaken in saying this, but I think for everybody but me, it's their first time racing over in Europe. Dude, that's, uh, that's scary. Yeah, so crazy to see all this new, all this newness over here. Or nobody really is experienced any of this before yeah i was like you remember what it's like dude yeah i think it was a uci race that you did it okay 
cool. <laughs> so I have that going for me. You beat Simon Andreessen at it, dude. He was eighth. Did I really? Yeah, dude. That was the year he won Worlds. So, dude, you know what? This is a weird stat, and since we're just digging things up, um, that year, your first year as a junior, your worst result was twenty seventh at Spa. Other than that, you never finished. Outside of that, you never finished outside the top six. The whole season. That was a good first year. That's a, I mean. Flatlines, it's then. As Ed would say, I'm, I'm past the peak. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> you did 14 UCI races that year, and you never finished lower than sixth except once. Pretty good. Yeah, dude, you peaked, bro. You peaked as a first-year junior, dude. Just kind of riding out the wave at this point. Yeah, but I also got to say, um, the same thing your second year as a junior. You never finished outside the top six except twice. Yeah. So, you know, I think you can be proud of that. Yeah, pretty good junior career. Pretty good junior career. You should. Have you been inspiring those other juniors? Trying. I don't know if I'm very inspirational, but... I think you're inspirational. Just go out and ride around in the woods a little while. A little while. I mean, dude, you're a team leader on every team you're on. It's no different for when you're over there. I know, dude, right? How did you end up as a team leader? (laughs) Everyone's going to think I'm trying to offend you right now. (laughs) No. Gage is a superhero, y'all. Superhero. Or a salty cross, and I kicked Jake Wells' butt, dude. Nice. Dude, crushed him, bro. Brandon Fix, you're just training for your master's career. That's what I'm saying, dude. I'm going to be on master's Devo with Jake. Just your development period for when you're a master. Well, if it's master's Devo, then... Then aren't I going to still develop as a master's? But when you're 35 plus master, you're still developing into a like a 45 plus master. <laughs> oh, so I'm just aging. <laughs> is that that's the concept that we've come to is aging. <laughs> I see that works. You're right. Aging exists. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was sweet, dude. I um what did I do? I um one um, it was a really turny course. You would have freaking hated it. Um, I made my prize money back, and then I proceeded to go spend it at the crappy, me- crappy Mexican restaurant in Fruta. Yeah. It was awesome, dude. Talk about a day. I rode my bike to the race, I raced, and then I ate crappy Mexican food. Sounds like a pretty good day. That's a pretty good day, although I think it gave me food poisoning. <laughs> to be totally honest with you Poisoning. because i've been destroyed the last couple days dude <laughs> oh, i know i probably shouldn't share that but but the other thing too is it was worth it i won't lie it was worth it to eat some crappy mexican food well see i always feel like mexican's always worth it and then you get food poisoning half the time we eat mexican 
Yeah, but I'm not going to, it's not going to stop me from eating Mexican at any point. It stopped you from eating Chipotle with. That's not Mexican, dude. Chipotle, Chipotle and Qdoba and all those places are not Mexican food. <laughs> like, let's be, no, it's not close enough. Okay, maybe it kind of. <laughs> but it's still not awesome. It's not like super awesome real Mexican food. No, it's not. It's not the place we had in Rock Springs. Is. That was a good one, dude. We should go back there. Let's just road trip up there during shed camp and hang out. I think we should. Um, unrelated, actually related to that. Um, we definitely do need to do another road trip together. I think so. I think so too. I think it'd be sick. Where are we gonna go? <sighs> Ooh, good question. Um, I don't know, dude. Where do you want to go? Have you ever been to Yosemite? No, that'd be pretty okay. sweet. Settled. It's done. <laughs> Perfect. We nailed it, dude. We decided. We taking the Highlander? I don't know, dude. That thing's kind of falling apart. <laughs> well, we can I mean, try to take the my new van that we got. So that's always an option. Oh, dude, the van life, dude. We could live the van life. It's even got a TV in the second row that you can hook up HDMI to. <laughs> Wait, hang on, dude. <laughs> hang on. What? What type? What brand of van is this? Honda Odyssey. You got a Odyssey, huh? Oh yeah. A Odyssey. I can't believe you have a van with row seating really in it now. Have it yet? It's still. It still is my grandma's until she gets a second car. But oh, okay, I thought you were. I thought you were about to say something a lot more dark, dude. No. 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 She's just working on getting another car. Okay. Cool. She's tired of driving a big car around, and a big car is nice for bike, so. No, so I dude. wasn't going that way, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that terrible of a person, am I? No, you're not. I don't think you are. I don't know. Maybe you are, dude. Um, I fell down this rabbit hole looking at my old results on this website, Cyclocross24. <laughs> Oh, dude. Dude. Well, we can compare each other head to head. Um, what I'm finding is that it's kind of creepy how much data people have about what you do. They have up-to-date photos for you and I, dude. Dude. From, from this season. You've been to Belgium before. You know what's creepy is when people come up to you with pictures that you didn't know existed, printed out oh. postcards. Oh, dude. That part just scares me, dude. Can Can we talk about that real quick? Why do they care so much? I haven't figured it out. I mean, it's cool when you get people asking you for signatures, but it's just kind of weird when, like, random stuff pops up from a race that you didn't know there was a photographer at, like, five years ago. Or it's not even a race photo of you sometimes. Yeah, it's like a yearbook photo almost. It's like they. It's like someone was in a bathroom with you and took a secret photo of you. <laughs> I mean, it's not quite, like, that level of creepy. Well, actually, it kind of is. It kind of is that creepy. <laughs> Dude, they're after us. 
dude, I don't understand the obsession with it. And and even worse, dude, I would hate to be a woman in Europe with those creepers around. Like, I genuinely feel horrible. It's odd enough being a dude. At least they don't, like, try to touch me. Yeah. Like, I, you see it all the time. They, like, try to pull the girls closer to them and, like, take creepy fo- I hate that, dude. It, it makes me uncomfortable. They need to back off, dude. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Because these colors don't run, dude. They can't tread on me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know what to say from here. I appreciate how much silence there was. You're like, yep, yeah, uh, okay, yep. Whatever you say, Brandon. Yep. Dude, I'm a thought leader in this in this group right here, dude. You and me. Yeah. I'm a thought leader, dude. I lead the conversation. I add to whatever thoughts you come up with. But that's yeah. It. Yeah. It is kind of depressing when I'm editing these podcasts, and <laughs> and the only thing I see is my voice. Like, because you can kind of visualize how much people talk. I talk a lot more. Yeah, people like to hear you talk, Brandon. You're entertaining. Well, I, sometimes I don't like to hear myself talk. Well, does anybody like to hear themselves talk? That is a good point. You know, and, and I've had that conversation with a lot of people where it's like, when you listen to a recording of yourself, it's just kind of cringy. I, I, since I've tried to start this whole vlog thing, it's so terrible having to listen to myself talk to a camera uncomfortably. Well, first things first, you need to look at the camera, bud. I know. I can't look <laughs> at it. I don't like that. It's like shame. <laughs> I can't like look at it. everywhere but the camera. Trying to escape it. Oh, I got to get out. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, dude. All that matters is that you're making the content. Are you going to have a vlog this week, dude? I think I will if I can get the editing done. I think I got enough footage. I'm okay. having issues because I keep running out of space for everything. On your, on your, whatchamacallit? I have an SD card that has only like 10 minutes of video left on it right now. Uh, but it's still being uploaded to the iPad. It is now maxed out on space. And the iCloud I've had to upgrade like two or three times. Here's what I love about your strategy for creating content. You still create content with the worst possible equipment. <laughs> like you, you don't even have a laptop, dude. You're editing on an iPad. <laughs> I have a laptop. It's, it's questionable whether or not it's operational. But Well, the iPad is better than the laptop is all I'm saying. Oh, it's like, definitely better than the laptop. What I love too is like you can't even plug an SD card into an iPad. You have to get an adapter. No, no, it's it's all over the air right now. So it's wait to the to the GoPro. Yeah, I connect to the GoPro via what? Like the GoPro is some Wi-Fi on it, and so I'm sending all the content back and forth from the GoPro to my iPad via the Wi-Fi signal. Nice. Wait, hang on. Is is do, do you are you using your GoPro one? No, no, no. That thing is. I mean, I have it with me, but I haven't used it because it's 
terrible. Old and quality of the picture is not very good. And the SD card only has like 500 megabytes total. <laughs> I think it's also corrupted too. So. Oh, I'm sure, dude. It's gonna give my iPad a virus if I try it. A virus. <laughs> oh God. I guess iPads can get viruses, but. Well, who knows, dude? I've science. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Um. So, do you and Lance both have uh, um GoPros? Uh, Lance does, but he mostly just uses it like a like a mirror. He just likes to look at the stuff after he takes it <laughs> and then or relive the moment. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. All right, hang on. Now that I'm going to have to edit in this episode anyways, I need to go to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> All right. Do you have the time for me to go to the bathroom? What time do you got to go to dinner? 6.30 is when dinner starts. I don't even oh, know what okay. time it is. We're, We're good, good, dude. We got, we got okay. time. Okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick since I'm already editing things. <laughs> All right, be right back. Well, my two cups of coffee and no food for the day has decided to exact its revenge. <laughs> but we're back we're back in operation i'm ready to ready to keep rolling all right um that could be a nice it could be a nice get a sponsor that wants to yeah dude yeah we'll plug it right there that is a good question if if someone wanted to sponsor our podcast not saying anyone does because we have horrible amount of views would we do it would we uh would we sell out how much money would we have to sell out for it? Like 20 bucks? What? <laughs> How much money should we sell out for, dude? You could... Oh, uh, probably, I don't know. Eight bucks? Keep posting this, like $15? Eight bucks? <laughs> I, okay, cool. Holy burrito per person? Yeah, dude, I like that. I like it, dude. I think we should do that. We should sell out. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's a message to all you guys out there that want to sponsor this podcast. We're willing to sell out. <laughs> Isn't that sad? What we do for money. Hey, man, that's just life. It's just life. Good thing we're not recording this on Skype because you keep going out. Yeah, you keep going out too. I'm just trying to roll with it, dude. Well, here's the thing. If I'm going to have to edit a bunch of shit anyways, if I'm going to have to edit a bunch of stuff anyways, at least it's now. <laughs> You're just, we're just gone, huh? This ain't working. This is our, this is our choppiest podcast ever, dude. <laughs> I've never had it be this bad. This is... I just keep missing like a whole fifteen seconds of talking. Yeah, me too. And then yours will play catch up, which is kind of funny. <laughs> You'll just say a bunch of stuff at once, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> just drowning in information. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed like ninety percent of the time, though. To be totally honest with you, <laughs> but dude, I have I have so much writing to do for work for school work dude no 
I can't even like tell you. They always tell you you can't do that the night before, but I've never found that to be true. I have a 15-page paper to write. You can do that in like 15 hours. It's just like <laughs> one page per hour. One page per hour? I mean, I only need 15 sources for it. Yeah, perfect. You find a source, write a page, find the next source, write a page, and just keep Done. going like that. One source, one page per hour. <laughs> one page, one source per hour. Okay. So I, I should finish it today then, dude. Is what you're telling me. Well, well, you got plenty of time, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't really start on it today. But <laughs> okay, cool. Well, here's the th- here's the problem, dude. I've known about all these papers that I have to write because I have to write three. I've known about them since the start of school. Oh, geez. Which is really just totally on me, dude. And I feel, I feel like a college senior. Yeah. Because if I cared, I would have done them. Or started, at least. Kind of like, I'm going to get my diploma at some point, so. Yeah, at some point, dude. Uh, Speaking of diplomas, dude, Zoe graduates in less than 30 days. That's crazy. Dude, she has two more weeks of school and finals week, and then she graduates. No. That'll be yeah, that'll be weird. She can go get a job and make all the money for the family. <laughs> the family, me, Zoe, and Cal. <laughs> and the house. And the house. So yeah, we gotta take care of the house, dude. Whatever animals you eventually can adopt in the house. Oh, dude, did I tell you my parents got a new cat? No. Yeah, they got a new kitten. Um she looks very nice. I don't know if she has a name yet because they haven't because it takes like a month to name a cat, I guess. Um it always has, dude. Um but one of my cats is a total total jerk. <laughs> and he's so much of a jerk that they're worried about him scaring away the new cat cuz he scared away one of our old cats. So they're going to start giving him CBD. <laughs> they're going to they're going to give my cat cannabis oil, dude. I mean, he's not going to get high, but the concept still applies. We're giving a cat weed. <laughs> so weird. I, dude. Is, is that like a prescribed thing from a veterinarian or something? Or is nope. that like just pseudoscience? Nope. Oh, it's pseudoscience out the wazoo, dude. But you know me, dude. Pseudoscience has a place in my life. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if it works, it works. I'll be happy for him. If it works, it works, dude. I'll tell you what works, too. I had a sandwich pre-race the other day, and I I was railing, dude. I'm telling you, sandwiches are the ultimate pre-race. Turkey sandwich, dude. Or anything. (laughs) Most of my best races I've had a sandwich before then. Dude, that's the key, dude. So any of you juniors listening, eat sandwiches, dude. We're not, right? We haven't gotten a Subway sponsorship yet, but if they want to sponsor us. Dude, do you think we could lose weight? I don't know. We probably... On we Subway? We probably could use it. Yeah. I, dude, all I'm saying is... what? Who, well, we're about to go down a dark path. Um, who is the dude that advertised for them <laughs> no. that, that did some illegal things but also lost a bunch of weight? Jared. 
steroids. Off, but I didn't want to bring it up. Well, uh, who cares, dude? I, I mean, whatever. We've we're we're there now. Um, oh jeez. Um, we'd be the new Jareds, but not terrible people. We'd just lose some weight. Just, just nice, nice dudes that lost a couple pounds. Nice dudes that lost a couple pounds. How much? I, we would not be able to lose that much weight on Subway. In fact, I, we might gain weight. To be totally honest, if I had a, if I had a free Subway card. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way that goes well. Well, it, it depends on what you eat there. If you're eating the meatball sub with <laughs> additives and mayo on top every week. <laughs> That's gross. Doing like 2,000 calorie subs, then yeah, you're going to gain weight. Wait, hang on. Do people put meatballs and mayo together? Probably, I I would guess that it's been done at least once before. Wow. It's probably one of those like weird, like, good mixtures that people like. That just seems like, uh, I mean, I know there's nothing religious about it, but it seems like a sin. <laughs> like, that seems, that's like a crime against nature. <laughs> it's kind of like a... Uh, the Jewish cheeseburgers. You can't eat cheeseburgers being Jewish. <laughs> That's true. Wait. What? No, it's not. What are you talking about? Well, you get yeah, because you can't have pork. And you there is also... Wait. <laughs> Why did you think they couldn't eat regular cheeseburgers? Because you can't have... Well, it's not kosher. Yeah, it's not kosher. Okay, well, I don't know a lot of... I mean, I don't know that much about Judaism, but I know a lot of Jews that are not kosher. Not cheeseburgers. I don't know. We'll have to Google it, I guess. <laughs> or ask ask our friends. Well, we're not saying anything offensive. We're just <laughs> confused. I mean, honestly, I would ask the same questions about Christianity. You just would have... Well, you wouldn't have the answers. You'd have some answers. I have some answers. I don't. I won't ever claim to have all the answers. No, and that's because you're a humble man. And I appreciate that about you. This is gonna be our most like phone call type podcast ever. <laughs> and I'm enjoying it because this is what we need. This is what we need in our lives, dude. We need more. We don't catch up enough. No, we don't catch up, and we don't just we don't just BS RF, do you know? Yeah, like good. And well, the other thing too, Gage, and I have some bad news for us. <laughs> Our first episode of Shred the Shit, the podcast, had fifty-four unique listeners. We're down to fourteen on the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Our audience retention has been less than stellar. Maybe I need to do some promoting on my um, blog that has 54 viewers. They were originals. Yeah, as the, as the first episode, they're like, well, let's see if Gage's vlog is better than their crappy podcast. <laughs> Whatever, dude. 
we're the greatest podcast that involves two former cyclocross teammates talking about things for 30 minutes that relate to cyclocross in some way. That's that's what we have, dude. We're the greatest at that. The only, yeah. Well, maybe the only. <laughs> we probably shouldn't, but, but you know what? Regardless, we're the greatest. We're the greatest. Even if there was another one, we're the greatest. Yep, for sure. Yep, 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 yep. We're settled. <laughs> but, well, you know, I should probably eat breakfast because it's 10 a.m. <laughs> yeah, go get oh. some food, Brandon. Oh, the other thing I was going to say, dude, I'm pretty sure I'm racing Salisbury and you won't be there. Are you racing it next weekend? I think maybe, dude. I think I might race, race states. At your course, dude. Go beat in the forest while you're there. At your course, bro. I'm going to be there at your course. I'm disappointed. You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna talk some smack about you while you're not there, even, Dean. Oh, no. I'm going to be like, who designed this course? Gage? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to talk some smack. That's what you said about my course in the middle of the cow pasture. Oh, I will never forgive you for that race, dude. <laughs> I thought that was great. It was like a constant, steady threshold. I will never forgive you for that race. That race was like depressingly hard. Like, like the descents were kind of fun if you weren't at your limit. But other than that, it was like you might as well have just been climbing again. <laughs> Anytime you have to pedal the descents. Required power. So. Yeah. Yeah, you were sadistic when it came to that course, and I didn't like it. Well, okay, I take it back. It was an okay course. I just don't forgive you for motor pacing me for an hour and making me suffer. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Part of that day, however, was when Aaron raked the the bermed-out corner the first lap. And we just came into it and crashed into each other like, oops. Yeah, we came into it with a gap just going a ham, and both just ate it around like this gnarly corner and everyone caught back up and they're like what are you guys doing <laughs> i don't know riding bikes <laughs> that was good times good times good times but all right well i think we've reminisced enough today we didn't really talk about much but yeah. at the same time well, we talked about everything talk about next weekend. <laughs> i'm sure there will be after you win cockside Jeez. In the Don't elites. put that kind of pressure in on the elites, Gage. Show Vanderpool what's up. Ah, uh, you can figure it out. You and Tommy Pidcock. Yeah, you and Tom Pidcock, dude. Man, his starts have been horrible. <laughs> Unrelated. Gets up there eventually. Eventually, dude. All his tires are all worn down in the back. <laughs> He's got a. He's got a big flat spot that he's got to wear out first. He's like, oh, man. He's having to do like 50 extra watts just to move forward. Yep. yep. Yeah. The first lap is hard, and then the wheel gets around again, and it's, it's good. It's good again. <laughs> well, on that note, it's time to be done podcasting. All right. Bye, Gajay. Yeah, Brian.